Lucas, welcome back to a brand new episode of the L Army TV podcast. How are you doing today? I'm not doing too bad. How are you, yourself? Good, thank you. Good. Um, good. So, uh, we'll get straight into it. At the start of your career, you obviously used to play for Acton Stanley. Am I right? You had like 38 appearances there. Um, how yeah. would you sum up? How would you sum up your time at Acton Stanley? Um. I was a young lad, obviously I broke through uh, pretty early, uh, made my debut in my second year of my scholarship there. Uh, obviously, it was quite mixed because obviously I had different managers at the time. I think I went through about four managers at the time. Uh, obviously, some took a liking to me, some didn't. Uh, obviously, I think it took took about two years to get a consistent run of games there. But um, obviously, I was sent out on loan, had numerous loan clubs uh, but it was all about getting the experience uh, going out on loan which obviously I think's made me a better player today yeah um, and you mentioned those loan clubs that you've been at um, at least a few Marines the first one uh, 2012 yeah. what yeah. what was your time like there obviously was your first loan spell uh, this what this thing says first loan spell from from Akron to new club um different area obviously from into Liverpool so what was that like for you? Um, it was really enjoyable um, obviously I went there at 18 years old uh, for first time really playing men's football I'd only I think I'd made one appearance uh, in League 2 at that point uh, so it was uh, it was a big step up obviously you've gone to play obviously in the kids youth team football playing against everyone the same age so then I've been a little sniff at um, obviously League Two, and then to be thrown into a non-league football where it's a bit more physical at eighteen. Um, it was it was good. Um, I liked the challenge. Uh, I think I ended up with uh, a few goals at one point. I think at the time when I left, I think I ended up spending three months there in total. But by the time I left, I think I was top goal scorer in the league at the point when I left. And Marine was, I think, maybe in the top three so it, it, it was it was good it was great experience and a great start for me yeah everywhere you go you score goals obviously a goal machine but then um, second loan spell was FC Halifax Town a bit of a different club to me um, so what was that like going to another club different club again um, yeah um, again it's, it's always difficult uh, as a young lad Changing, changing clubs. Obviously, I know it was only a long spell. Uh, I, I, to be fair, I was only brought in for for a month there, uh, just to uh, to make numbers up. Obviously, uh, they had a, quite a few injuries at the time. Did Halifax at the time, so I came in, uh, did one training session, and then ended up playing in the games. Uh, at first, I was only brought in to be on the bench, but then I made an impact in my first training session and uh, ended up playing. The, I think all four games that month uh, and then they tried uh, getting me back in on loan but obviously Accrington at the time the boss James Beattie uh, decided to keep me in and obviously started to play me Yeah and after that loan with FC Halifax you've got I'm not going to mention more but Barrow FC filed Barrow again and Chorley so we'll go to go straight to Chorley on this one because um, yeah, yeah. you were recently out before you joined Southport uh, what was your time like at Chorley? Uh, I, thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed my time at Chorley. Um, 
for the uh, four and a half seasons I was there, other than the, the season that got uh, cut short through uh, COVID, where they got relegated. Uh, every season there, we were in the playoffs. Uh, and obviously we had the, the one year where we actually went up to the conference from uh, the National League North. But no, uh, it was it was very much a family club. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. Uh, I got on with all the fa- the, the uh, fans, and no, it was just it was just a really good environment there. Uh, but obviously, I, I left due to other reasons. Oh yeah, um, and I believe the season you won got up through the to National League Southport actually beat Chorley four one. I think at home. I remember going to that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you got Chorley, obviously, from 2015 to 2020. Remember those spells as well. Yeah. Well, you went on to Southport, which is quite a bit of a local team to Chorley. And, you know, you came in there just after, well, during the COVID pandemic in the summer, August 2020. um, And, you know, First part of your season, never got to experience fans. So, what, what, how did that feel? Obviously, signing for Southport, but not being able to see a lot of the fans, obviously because of restrictions or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's it's it was very uh, difficult. Uh, it was it was hard. Uh, I've always been a a player that's always uh, always played better with fans because, uh, like I say, you, you you're not only trying to please. Obviously, your team, you're obviously trying to please the fans who have paid the hard-earned cash to come and see you. So, you're doing it for them a bit more as well. Obviously, the, the, you class them as your 12th man on the on the yard days and all that. But I've always I've always been a wind-up merchant as well as a, as a player. <laughs> so, I've yeah. always got on the the opposition's nerves as well. Obviously, got on the their fans' backs. Then their, their fans start getting wound up. And then they get on their, their players' backs. And then... Uh, it's always been one of them, so I've always, I've always preferred having fans in. But it was just, it, it was very strange not playing with fans. But I came to Southport on the back of a, an injury. Uh, obviously, we had four, we had four months out due to COVID, where I don't think I'd played since end of January before I signed for Southport. Uh, I had a little niggle with a, a little tear in my hip. And then obviously managed to get through that. Did a, pre, a the long world's longest preseason with Southport, um, which seemed to last forever because obviously the, yeah. the, the, league, the league kept getting pushed back and pushed back. I think we ended up playing like fifteen preseasons games, which is unknown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I think my first season with Southport, I still had the the little niggle that I just couldn't get over, so I, I wasn't as as fit or as sharp as I feel like I can now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that season was very weird. It got cut short again. So it almost felt like a bit of a waste of a season because you played all those games and got a few injuries on the way there and then nothing happened, obviously, because yeah. no, those rules are National League, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't the nicest of seasons, really, especially how I got postponed. And... But a few all good wins we got. You know, one nil chore. Obviously, we beat Chorley at home one nil, and yeah. also, but yeah, um, this this season, obviously coming into pre season, um, 
We played two very hard teams. We played Blackpool at this field. Um, you know, it, first game versus Blackpool, obviously, we hadn't played for about a few months, haven't we? Because no, of yeah. the league and there was... So, yeah, especially to go against a tough team like Blackpool, how did that feel like, um, you know, first game of pre-season against just team that's been playing consistently for the yeah. whole year, winning the playoffs? Yeah, well, uh, it, it, don't get me wrong, pre-season's always tough. Uh, I think we'd only had the balls out one session before playing that game. So, obviously, we'd not had much ball work before. We'd been on there. We'd been on the beach doing lots of beach runs and all building up our fitness. And uh, anytime you come across a championship team that's obviously well drilled, you're, it's always going to be difficult. Obviously, they're a full time team. They're in every day. They know each other inside out. We were we were pretty much still a, a, a new young team. Obviously, I know there's been a couple of players that have been there for a while, but. Yeah. It's getting getting used to how everyone plays. Obviously, like I say, we've only, we'd only had the ball uh, once. So, it was always going to be a difficult one. But, obviously, you look at the scoreline, I think, was, was it 2-0? Did it finish that one? It's, yeah, it did finish 2-0 Blackpool. And it's quite yeah. unlucky with some of the goals. Yeah. goals yeah. So, if you, if, if you look at that, it's it's not actually a bad result. I know we didn't touch the ball as much as we'd want to during the game, but Obviously, pre-seasons, obviously, people say it's not about results, but obviously results bring and confidence. Nice. It brings confidence and obviously builds it up. But when you're playing against them, you, you kind of expect, well, you don't go there expecting, yeah, we're going to get beat. You're always obviously going out to win every game. But the main aim of pre-season is to get it through unscathed, no injuries, keeping morale high and getting your fitness up. And obviously, I, th- I think throughout pre-season, we did all right with that. Yeah, um, yeah, that quite unlucky that game. Obviously, and then we played Huddersfield. That we lost. Obviously, in the Premier League side a few years ago, that was really unlucky. Two first half goals, second half, I don't think they, they managed to score. So, and then obviously um, managed to bag one versus Marine. Quite a sloppy mistake actually by their goalkeeper, but um, managed to bag one, and that was your fair. I think that goal. I'm not. I'm, I don't know if I'm wrong, right or not. But that goal managed to kickstart quite a few goals in a row for you at Southport. Yeah, uh, I think I think I think you're right. I think that started off uh, my little run that I've been on so far. But no, like I say, I've I've always I've always prided myself on more of my work rate. Obviously, like I say, I have scored goals wherever I've been, but probably going goals to game ratio, it probably isn't as good as what a prolific striker should be. But like I say, I've always prided myself on my work great and being a team player. But obviously this year, uh, I think obviously I've become a little bit more prolific and uh, obviously trying to help the team out a bit more by scoring a few more goals. Yeah. Um, Stop, you know, this season, uh, obviously we got our first win on Tuesday. But this season, we got someone, you, you've been scoring away some goals and scored some oh, goals that I just was couldn't. You know, imagine yeah. I could score. You know, it's you've got, and unfortunately, some some of the results we've had, which is just by luck. And I'm, I said to Chris Doyle the other day, it's just by luck what's been happening with, um, you know, with some of these results, with some of the results we've got. You know, we've got yeah. we weren't beaten at home in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, got to the fourth round qualifying in the FA Cup against a very good um, Ultra Num side. If you're unlucky, unlucky yeah. again. 
you know, some, you know, you score two again. So, yeah, um, you, and then, you know, Goldchester, good side, that was a good draw. Uh, Kitty Minster, good draw, that was a good draw. Uh, Gateshead, maybe we could have won that at the end, but, you know, positive to take from that, you know. But yeah, all these games, um, and obviously on Tuesday we got we got the first one of the season, which we ne- we needed to boost our confidence and to boost our um, to boost to boost hopefully a run of winning games now, yeah. you know. Um, so, what would you, you know sum up if you could sum up this season in a f- in a few words? What would you um, what would you uh, what do you sum it summarize it like? You've just got to say unlucky, really. Um, like you say, you, you 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 look back on the results. One one at Kidderminster. You, 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 well, like you, you used the word earlier, we're unbeaten at home in the league, uh, which is obviously a good good sign so far. Obviously, you keep your home ground, your fortress. You don't you don't really lose at home, and you build on. You try and nick your points away from home. I know a lot of fans will say. We'll use the excuse that we've played all the top teams early doors, but if you look at the table, we have. We've we've played against the yeah, big money yeah. spenders. We've played against the teams that have been the most consistent up in the top three, four, five places in the league for the past five years as well. So, like I say, we're we're, we're a young group that are still learning. Uh, obviously, we're still getting to know each other. Obviously, as you can see, we're we're very close. Uh, we still we'll, we'll fight for each other. Obviously, as you can see, we 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 feel what the fans feel. Obviously, we we don't to go out to get beat or anything like that. We put well, everything we put everything out there, and that's all we'll continue to do. But obviously, we we can't we can't blame the referees. We can't we can't blame that we've we've really been unlucky. Obviously, we've got to do it for ourselves out there, and uh, obviously. Tuesday night, obviously, it could have been a bit more comfortable. It could have been four or five nil that yeah. game, but at the end of the day, to get our first win on the board, uh, to take us off the bottom. I, I know it's only goal difference, and we've got a couple of games in hand, but it shows shows that we're growing as a team. And uh, like I say, I think we've got another three home games on the bounce. If we can keep a uh, Gavin, you uh, our fortress, and keep picking up points, whether they're draws or wins, we will. Climb that table. Yeah, um, I'll be. And you mentioned Hague Avenue as a fortress. It, you know, we've been beaten there. So teams. And I spoke when I went to. Um, I spoke to a, a few away fans, and they've said that's come to Hague Avenue this season. And they've said, you know, the, that it they you could hear that our fan our fans are really loud and showing. You know, our fans this season have been really good. You know, and. That's what you need as well. The boost with the fans, and I think especially um, that's what everyone's got to carry on doing, supporting these lads. Because it's just in the end of the day, you know, we we can start picking Chester, yeah, some our rival pick up a win there. Surely, you know, your old club obviously can pick up a win there. Obviously, we got the six, but yeah, we we definitely have the potential to go on a bit of a got a bit of a a, a bit of a Win running, yeah. Get a run of wins. Definitely, yeah. Well, like I say, you 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 look at you look at the games we've got to play. You've got you've got your Chester at home Saturday coming up. I think they're 
definitely five points ahead of us, but we've got two games in hand. So you, you, you beat them, you're two points behind them. There's still two games to play to catch them. Obviously, yeah, it's a bit of a derby for us. So obviously there'll be a bit more more in the game. Obviously, a few people might be up for it a little bit more than some others. But going back, going back to what you were saying about the fans, the fans have been unbelievable this year. Obviously, I've managed to meet some this year, like I say, because they weren't there last year. And it's actually brought brought me like to feel it's more of a family club. Um, obviously, like I said at Chorley, it was the fam the family side of thing was brilliant. Obviously, I've got two young kids. I could take them to the games and feel confident, and, like there was going to be no hassle. Where like obviously I've brought them to the Southport games a couple of times now, and it's been absolutely fantastic. The fans have gone up to my parents, to my partner, and. Yeah, they've just made them feel so welcome, and it's 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 been great. And obviously, I appreciate it. And obviously, like I say, the atmosphere they've created to get us over the line has been fantastic. Yeah, um, and then let's hope that like carries on definitely because then we could go far this season. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I won when we found when some of us fans when we found out we weren't bottom. The league started cheering, saying we're going to win the league. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. it's not realistic, but a bit of ambition. <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, we've got the Lancashire Senior Cup coming up. Obviously, versus Daisy Hill. So, yeah. don't know what Scott's going to play for that. Hopefully, we play. I mean, won it a few seasons ago versus I forgot who it was in the fight. Cologne or something like that. Cone. Cone. And then we beat them 3 0. 3 1. Yeah, 3 1 at Bolton Stadium. So obviously that's a competition win. And the FA Trophy. Um, yeah, that's going to be a quite a possible one we could go far. Because last year we went quite far in that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, you got to be off talky, didn't we, in that one? Yeah, we went, we beat Marine, beat Spennymore. Um, Halifax. Yeah. Beat Halifax, yeah, that's. And then obviously we got knocked out versus uh, Torquay. But I mean, that. That run of games must have um, in the FA Trophy getting those wins and stuff. Yes, really good sides. Obviously, spending more pens and you know that must mm-hmm. be that must have gave a lot of confidence. Obviously, unfortunately, we couldn't really do anything with that confidence because things I said earlier. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll talk about something now, which I'm sure you'd love to talk about. Your overhead kick goal versus Chorley. <laughs> <laughs> that one, oh, that. Yeah. What a, that was a beauty. How you how did you do that? You know what? Um, I think it was a a little bit more out of frustration. Um, obviously, five minutes before, and I missed the penalty against me old club. Ah. And it's like, well, it's it's nil nil. I've got to make up for this. I've got to make up for it. And then, like I say, Doyle has got the ball out wide, and I've, I've done some all right movement in the box to get away from a defender. And then I just see it. It's just hovering, obviously, outside of my body. And I've scored one or two overhead kicks before. Not as good as that one, like. But I just thought, I've got to get some kind of contact on it and put it goalwards and see see what comes of it. And so, obviously, I've got, I've got it. And, obviously, the connection's been brilliant. And, obviously, it's gone flying in. But, like I say... All goals count for one, but no, it was a—it's really nice to score a goal of that caliber. 
yeah, and I'm sure, especially when we really want to celebrate, did you? Especially, and also that away goal versus Charlie in the cup, we didn't really want to celebrate that cause against your old club. But because uh, you could see that, you could see how happy you were with those goals, obviously. No, um, definitely. Well, the, the, the goal, the goal I didn't want to celebrate, obviously, at the uh, at Charlie was more to the fact, obviously, out of respect, I'm a respectful person. Yeah. Uh, they were, obviously, there's, there were about a thousand. I'm guessing here. There's a thousand Chorley fans that were on their game at their place, which have obviously supported me before. And bearing in mind the game, the game went to two-two. It was the equaliser, so obviously Wasn't I, didn't that, to, yeah. I didn't want to celebrate too much. But obviously, I just wanted to calm the situation down, show my little bit of respect. But I just feel the overhead kick goal deserved a bit of a celebration. So obviously, going over, to, going over to the fans and celebrating with them was the best way to do it. Yeah, and then I think Josh and I got grabbed <laughs> and yeah. pulled into the stand. Yeah, but anyway, um, thanks for coming on, uh, Marcus. This probably been one of my biggest podcasts so far. Obviously, are you the top goal scorer in the National League North at the moment? No, no, not yet. Can not I, yet, but quite let, close. Let, I'm getting you near. I think I think top person's on about nine. I'm on five. Obviously, I've got five five in league, five in cup, but um, I. But the the one positive about the fortress at Hague Avenue is I've scored in every home game this season. I know, cup and and uh, league. So obviously, if I can keep that going, obviously, let's say there's another three home games on the bounce. If I can keep that going for the next three, I don't see why I can't be up there. But like I say, it's more it's more about the team and picking up the three points each week and doing our best to climb that table. Yeah, and one more thing. One more thing. What would um? What's your ambition for this season? Well, I'd 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 be lying if I if I didn't still think playoffs was an opportunity for us. Um, if I didn't have that mindset, obviously, I'd be going into each game thinking, "Oh, we're going to get a B. Oh, we're just going to get a point here." Um, yeah. My mindset's I I we could still potentially get playoffs. Obviously, I'm not going to put the pressure on the team. Say, "Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to get playoffs. We're going to win every game." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Obviously, I don't see why we can't have that mindset of, of going, right, well, let's just win every game and see where we go. Obviously, we're still building. Uh, the higher we can finish this year will we'll leave us with more confidence for the years going on. Obviously, I don't know what the squad's going to be, who Liam's going to sign in the next year or whatever, or who he's going to keep. But it'll only breed more confidence for the seasons to come. And obviously, we can potentially get Southport back to where they belong. Definitely the National League. Yeah, so definitely. I, you know what? I think we, sh- we should hopefully could get playoffs, you know, with the team yeah. we have. That's why I thought start the season. And yeah, I don't see why not. I think, I think yeah. if, we just, if we just have a bit more, like I say, I know I'm saying luck again, but obviously we've got a small squad. If we, if we could try and keep everyone fit, get the likes of Connor Woods, your Isaac's fit. Obviously, Rusty's been out injured. George Newell's coming back. Obviously, you've got players coming back that have played a lot of games the club that is only going to benefit the club and obviously make us stronger so I don't see why not Connor Woods yeah Connor Woods probably good player but yeah um, is he, does he have an injury because he, he wasn't starting for the last two games who's that Connor yeah Connor's struggling with uh, with a, a, a shin niggle uh, which uh, needs to be managed so he, he can come on and play games but then it might take a week for him to recover. Uh, 
So it's just being managed at the moment with minimal game time and uh, lots of rehab. That's fair enough. Then, well, thank you for coming on, Marcus, and um, good luck for the rest of the season. No problems. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.